We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. Well, welcome back. Good to be here. Got a uh, lot of really good stuff to talk about this weekend. You know, sometimes you don't have a whole lot of good stuff to talk about because, uh, well, I guess you always do, but sometimes you just have to look a lot harder than you do <laughs> at other times. And uh, sometimes you just don't have that kind of time. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but, hey, if you'd like to call us, the number is 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. And... I think we have a pretty interesting show. There's a company a, that's going to make an electric truck that bought the GM plant in Lordstown, and they're going to start building those electric trucks there. So I'll talk a little bit about that in the second segment of today's show. So just right after, uh, ooh, when we come back from the first commercial break around 1120, the, uh, we'll start to talk about that. That's very exciting. That That's really exciting. And uh, the truck flies. <laughs> but uh, anyway, all those electric cars are really fast. By the way, the um, in fact, when Elon Musk got his $500 million grant from uh, the Obama administration, the Obama administration says, hey, you got to put a governor on that car because the original cars, their top speed was going to be 250 miles an hour. And he said, no, you want the money. You've got to throttle that down. So they actually put a throttle on it in uh, electronic to keep it down to 120 miles an hour. I wonder how many hackers went in and fiddled around with that, figured it out. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, I'm sure some of them did. Yeah, but anyway. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. Um, I I wanted to spend a little bit of time because I, I, you know, I, I hate to, to say this out loud, but uh, it's been a long time since I've taken the uh, uh, CFP courses and I've started and stopped a few times over the past, I don't know, 10 years or so. So I found a company online that does it online, and uh, I really like their methodology, and so I picked it back up again. And I'm uh, only I'm on lesson 78 of 82. <laughs> so it's going to take uh, well, probably a year and a half, you know. But it is pretty fascinating how much it's changed, you know, since the, uh, uh, well, since I began in the industry. As they, they make a big distinction between financial advice and financial planning. And, and I'm kind of glad they do that because a lot of what people need is not an actual complete financial plan. Sometimes they do, 
But most of the times, they're looking for specific financial advice. And so now they're differentiating that uh, and making it much more clear. Uh, because when you're doing a, a complete financial plan, when you're going to look at, you know, get a budget out, look at all your assets, liabilities, look at your insurances, look at your you know, savings goals for retirement, 529 plans, all that kind of stuff. That's a lot of work. And the vast majority of people, you know, doesn't really apply to. So you have to kind of pick and choose those areas. And, and uh, so they don't really need that whole thing in most cases. In most cases, they're looking for information on one specific item uh, or a couple of items. And uh, so it, it turns out to be that that's actually considered financial advice, not financial planning, which I think is kind of cool. So anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the uh, second and third sessions of today's show. I'm also going to talk about the Lookout for the Bull website. It is up. It is operational. And I have to tell you something that I did not write and I did not put on the website. I'm actually going through and I'm eliminating some of the stocks that make the scans. And so I'm basically, I'm handpicking these and, and I'll tell you why. In fact, I'll actually explain exactly why. Because when I did the initial scan for Friday, there were 81 stocks on the scan. 81 is not a big number when you start, when you think about the, uh, the number of stocks that there are out there. There are several thousand that you can invest in, but it's way too many for an average person, you know, to say, hey, okay, here's this, here are the scans and, uh, you know, take your pick. So I'm literally going through and selecting these myself. So if these are on the list, these are stocks that I would buy if I'm in the market. In fact, it's where I'm buying mine from. So, and whenever I, uh, whenever a stock shows up on the list, I always wait a couple of days before I add mine. Sometimes it costs me money to do that, but that's the price of being on the air. <laughs> yeah, I have to, uh, uh, I have to wait. I've got to give you guys a, a chance to get in and to uh, make your own investments. There's one that uh, I'll come back the the third session of today's program and, and talk about it in more detail. And I do have a, I I just want everybody to know also that I have a, a, a college student who's actually running the website, so that's pretty good. I'm providing the content and he's posting the data, uh, handling the business side of the website. And, uh, so I'm really looking forward to, um, doing this going forward. And I got to tell you, uh, you know, market looks pretty good. The market looks, it looks pretty strong. You look across the board. I think the, uh, S and P 500 finally got above 3000 and it looks like it might stay there this time. You know, it's, it got close to 3,000 back in 2018. It's hard to believe that's almost two years ago now. And then it dropped. Then it goes a little higher than it did the last time and is almost at 3,000. Then it goes down 20%. <laughs> then it comes back right to that point again in uh, April of 2019, right before it comes down uh, about 7%, 7.5% actually. Then it goes out and takes out that high and then comes back down again around almost 6%, about close to 7%. And uh, so now it's actually past that old high. And uh, hopefully it'll uh, hold its ground here. That's kind of how the market moves, by the way. It's 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 almost eerie how if you look at what the S&P 500 has done in the past two and a half years 
and then you compare it to how it did from 2015 to 2017, very similar. Very similar. Take a look at that. If you don't want to take a look at that on your own, you can come to the seminar uh, that we're having, and I'll, I will definitely touch on that because it's, it's a very big deal. You know, people have a, a, a way of kind of sabotaging their investment results because they look over specific time periods. You need to look over more than one time period when you're trying to figure out how well you're doing or not doing. And uh, uh, that's kind of important. So we are going to talk about that at, at that upcoming seminar. And I'm going to show you exactly what I'm talking about. And that's the uh, November 21st. So it's coming up. It's actually it's this week. <laughs> what am I talking about coming up? It's this week. And we'll, we're going to talk about that. We'll spend about four or five minutes. The picture, picture's worth a thousand words. And, and I'm telling you that that's really good information to know. The other thing we're talking about is change. Um, markets change. They evolve over time. And, uh, that's, it's very difficult to keep up with, by the way. Stuff that worked five, six years ago may not work as good as it did, uh, initially. And that's pretty common. That, that's actually very common. So making the adjustments is kind of a, that's, I think that's a smart thing to do. Um, it, it feels bad though. I mean, when you're making adjustments because you don't know that something that's worked really well is not working that well anymore until actually a two to three years has got, have gone by. Nobody's got that crystal bar, ball that can uh, project what's going to happen into the future. And that that's one of the, uh, one of the issues with the stock market, it's not highly predictable. It's the longer you give, the longer the amount of time that you give it, the more predictable it is. I will say that for sure. Your average stock fund over the past, oh, probably 30 years, probably averaged somewhere between seven and eight percent. That's because you had two really big drops in there. If you go back a lot farther than that, the returns are a lot higher than that. If you go back to, I don't know, the last 15 years, it's right around seven and a half or so. And, but you had to go to, to get that seven and a half percent return. You had to take two 50% drops Two. And incidentally, if you had invested that way and were taking money out, you'd be in big, you'd have huge problems today. The reason you have so many problems is that when you're taking money out of a, an account and it drops in value and you're still taking the same amount of money out, that's a problem because that money's never coming back. That's going to have a really negative impact on, on your lifestyle. So, uh, having said that, one of the reasons to, uh, try to get to this workshop, which is Thursday, you still have time to get there, by the way. Just go to my website, BullingtonCapital.com. You can sign up online. And this one we're talking about, nothing is as constant as change. So the change that we're talking about is uh, not necessarily the change that I was talking about right now. There's there's something that's happened in our space. Uh, it's nationwide the first one that I know of that has come out with a, a new product innovation that I think is going to be very uh, attractive to people that are, are in the right categories. It, this is not a one size fits all, by the way. Uh, if you're you know, in your thirties or early forties, and then this would not be for you. There's a different type of a uh, methodology. You, you guys can afford to be more aggressive, but if you're within 10 years of retirement, 
then there's a lot of information, really good information for you that's going to be at this workshop. And a, a big part of it is going to be the uh, the product that uh, Nationwide's brought out. I've got a uh, some material that I can send to you, or, or I'm sorry, I'm actually going to bring with me. And anybody that wants it, wants it can keep it. But I'm going to go right to the brochure. And this is all compliance approved, by the way. You should never make an investment, incidentally, since I'm on this topic, based on what you hear on somebody's radio program. You really, you need to get the material. Uh, you need to study it. You need to take a look at your situation. Would probably be helpful if you talked to a financial advisor uh, who's not based on commission. The, uh, you know, I, I used to be a commissioned salesperson. And I would try to do the right things. And I know there are a lot of guys out there that are, that were very similar that would do the right things for the clients. Um, but the uh, commission has a, uh, uh, I just wanted to remove that. I, I never wanted to have that as a uh, hanging out there because commissions can, you can make more in a, a commission than you're going to make for four or five years. Four or five years of labor to make the same amount that you could make in one, you know, by making one sale. Um, yeah, see that, that's kind of conflicting there, <laughs> but the, uh, I wanted to remove that from my practice. That's why I went independent and became an independent, uh, registered investment advisory firm. So anyway, this one works that way. Uh, it is a, uh, it's an annuity, um, but it's a very low cost annuity. Most of them have really high costs. All the costs are laid out in the, uh, the prospectus. And it's got a prospectus because it's actually considered a securities product. That's one of the other things that makes it a lot different than a lot of the products that you hear talked about, um, you know, here and other places. The uh, this is a securities product. Well, what? Why would that matter? Well, it matters because Fenra and the SEC are involved in the oversight of these products. So you've got two really strong, very powerful governmental bodies making sure that the companies are doing the right things and disclosing everything that they should be disclosing. So that's, that's, that's really good. I really like that a lot. Full disclosure is uh, kind of how I like to operate. It's not kind of, it is the way we operate. The, um, and oftentimes I'm going to tell you, it costs me money. It costs me money to, to fully disclose everything that you're going to see because some people will go, Oh, and uh, maybe I won't do that. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe I'll just leave my money on CDs. Okay. You know, and, and if that's the right move, be, because if you're saying that because I talked about how much fluctuation the market has and that you can't avoid it, uh, you can do some things to try to minimize that risk, but you can't avoid it completely. You can't get rid of it because without really having a major impact on your returns. You can get rid of the risk, but it comes at a big cost. And oftentimes the CD is going to pay as much or more at the end of the day uh, than trying to get rid of the cost, trying to hedge, you know, uh, hedge your securities. It's a nice idea. Uh, the reality is um, it's really hard to do without hurting your performance big time. Anyway, so I've got this uh, piece of information. You can actually go to my website and request this. I'm going to be bringing this with me to the seminar for anybody that comes, they'll be able to take this home. This, I feel like this is a, a major innovation and it came from nationwide. By the way, nationwide is one of the bigger money managers on the planet. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. 
but uh, and they administer a ton of uh, retirement plans. So they came out with this product, and instead of forcing people to annuitize a product, you can actually purchase a rider that will guarantee uh, a an, an income amount based on a, uh, a calculation uh, using the amount that you invested plus a certain amount of interest. And uh, so that rider's value is a, uh, uh, that's a, that's a guarantee from nationwide and it's only as strong as nationwide is. And the, the initial guarantee is a 7% simple interest roll up rate. What does simple interest mean? Well, I'll just give you a quick example. Let's say you had a hundred thousand dollars and you're getting 7% simple interest. What that means is you're getting $7,000 each year. It's not going to compound. It's not going to go up. It's going to be at 7,000. And this particular product, you can, you can actually do that for 10 years. So if you put 100,000 in 10 years later, that rider value, not the cash value, they can't guarantee, nobody's allowed to guarantee that your investments are actually going to have that return. You, you, you can't do that. The value of the rider for the benefit, for the income benefit, that's what they're calculating. It would be 170,000. So 10 years from now, uh, you could postpone it for as long as 10 years from now. You're not required to. Um, by the way, every product that I, that I use has a, uh, an out. If you don't like what's happening, you can actually take your money back with no fees or penalties. No fees or penalties if you take your money early. There, there is no, no such thing as early in this one. There's no holding period like a lot of other products. If a product has a holding period, it's because someone got paid a commission uh, more often than not. Okay, so anyway, since we don't work on commission, then that's not a problem. If you don't like it, no problem. You know, just move it to back to your brokerage account and you're good. Uh, the thing that I think is really interesting about this is a 7% simple interest roll-up is about the equivalent of a uh, uh, 5.3 on an annual percent yield. So that's pretty good. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back from these commercial messages. You're listening to Bill Bullington right here on 1420. Stay tuned. Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420. Uh, you can also pick up this show as a podcast on the Fish's website, 955thefish.com. And uh, you can go to my website and pick it up there too. It's also available on uh, oh iHeart. Yeah, so iHeart. If you have iHeart on your phone or it's uh, Bluetooth in your car, you can pick it up there too. And if you'd want, like to get in touch with me, just go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com. I was talking about uh, how things were changing. We're, we've got a seminar coming up this Thursday. Should be a lot of fun. Um, it'll actually be one of my shorter ones. I'm going to talk about the uh, primarily the changes that are occurring in the investment landscape. There's a new product 
the uh, it's out uh, nationwide. The first one I know of. I've actually heard of another one that may be trying to duplicate what they're doing, and and this is basically the concept. They're they're going to guarantee that they're, they're putting riders on because people don't like the inflexibility of an annuity. If you, most annuities, if you pull out, you get a big penalty, uh, so you end up getting stuck in them. And uh, the vast majority of them, the only way that you can get income from a lot of them is to annuitize the product, which means that you know, you're going to guarantee an income stream to either you and then a beneficiary or for a certain number of years. But whenever that's up, the rest of the money goes back to the insurance company or to the pension because this is actually how a lot of pensions work too. They don't have refund options. Uh, a refund option means that whatever is money is that was left in the account goes to your beneficiaries and a lot of pensions and a lot of annuities don't have that option. So if you've got those types of products or if you're coming up on retirement and you're wondering, hey, should I do this? Um, give us a call and we'll take a look at it. We'll take a look at your situation, talk about uh, what your options are and uh, just give you, present you with other options and you never have to fear. Uh, we are not a uh, low-pressure sales organization. We are a no-pressure. I want you to do the right thing for you. And that's that way we all do better. And uh, anyway, so that seminar is coming up on Thursday when we're talking about uh, Nationwide's version of this. It's the first one that I've seen. And like I said, I did see something that sounded a little similar. I don't want to say anything yet. Uh, there's another company that, that's bringing something out that's kind of similar, but uh, I, I doubt that it's going to be completely identical because they like to differentiate themselves that way. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, this one, uh, they've got a, a, a 7% simple interest. Uh, they call it a roll-up rate, and it's for the calculation of the income benefit. It's not the cash value. I want to make that very clear. So, I, again, I was using 100000 If you started with 100000 10 years from now, it'd be 170000 That That's what their... Uh, the income benefit rider, it's a rider. It's something that you add to the policy. That's what the value of that would be. If the value of the underlying investments is higher than that, you get to keep the higher number. You can use that number to figure out how much income you want to keep. Now, like most annuities, you can do, uh, especially a variable annuity, a variable annuity, by the way, is one that has a bunch of mutual funds in it. It works a lot like a 401k plan. You you pick and choose between the funds inside the product, and then you can move them around and you don't have a 1099 at the end of the year. Uh, it's really good for people who are in their seventies and have to take the required minimum distributions. This is a great way to reduce your taxable income. That That's a, a nice thing to be able to try to do. And even when you're managing the portfolio, even when you're buying and selling funds uh, between the funds, and by the way, Vanguard, Fidelity, T. Rowe Price, it, this thing is packed with uh, uh, some of the better fun families in the world. And, uh, but when you're, you're rebalancing, you don't have to worry about getting a 1099 and having to pay taxes on that. That's a big deal. And so even if you wanted to get the investment only annuity, you didn't want to add any of the riders to it. That that's a, a major reason right there to consider these products. These are new. These are not your, your mother's annuities. Heck, they're not annuities from 10 years ago. It's, it's a different day. A lot of different products out there. And uh, if you've got an annuity and you'd like us to take a look at it, no problem. We'll analyze it. And actually, the people at Nationwide are very helpful about uh, uh, helping us. So we can take that, send it down to them, and they'll look it over with the fine-tooth comb. 
and tell you what you have, tell you what your options are. And that's basically all we do, tell you what your options are. So anyway, getting back to this thing, um, you put money in there. Uh, there's a guaranteed minimum uh, increase in the buy in the rider. That's not the cash value of the investment. That's the rider. Uh, if you started with a hundred thousand, it'd be one hundred seventy thousand in ten years. And let's say you were sixty-five years old at that point in time. Uh, currently, the income withdrawal percentage on the one hundred seventy thousand would be five point six five. If you started today and you were 65, you could go right to the 5.65. That would be the amount that they would guarantee that you could take out over your lifetime. That's a life only. And then when you die, whatever money is left would actually go to your beneficiaries. If you outlived your money, they keep paying. How's that? That's pretty neat. So I'm going to leave that alone uh, for now. We will revisit this on Thursday. Uh, I'll actually, I have an illustration I can use at the workshop to put this up. And uh, I think this is a uh, something worth taking a look at. Absolutely worth taking a look at, especially if you're nervous about the stock market. Uh, you're getting close to retirement. And I think this has a lot of merit. It, it's worthy of consideration from just about everybody. So having said that, I'm going to uh, actually, I got through that segment super fast i got about 10 minutes to kill here (laughs) if you would like to call in this will be a good time 216-901-0945 216-901-0945 and i will be in the future on future shows if you have uh, topics that you'd like me to talk about feel free to email me bill at bullingtoncapital.com or just go to my website and click on the contact us form there fill it out if you'd like to have a topic that you'd like me to talk about i have no problem doing that um We're not just an investment advisory firm. Uh, We do a lot of uh, retirement planning for people. Um, We give retirement uh, advice. And this week, I had a couple callers. It was really weird how callers seemed to bunch together. So they were asking about 529 plans. And 529 plans, if you don't know what they are, it's a college plan. You get a super small tax deduction from the state of Ohio. uh, But the money grows on a tax deferred basis and the tax deferral is a, uh, um, that's a good thing. Uh, having money there for a grandchild, I think is a really good thing. Having for your children is a good thing. You retain ownership on a 529 plan. You name the beneficiaries and you can change the beneficiaries around, which I think is, it's just a lot more flexible. And people are constantly asking me about the UGMA and UTMA. That's Uniform Gift to Minors Accounts and Uniform Transfer to Minors Accounts. See, the problem with those accounts is when the, when the kids reach a certain age, it's their money. Okay, So if they want to buy a Harley instead of going to college, guess what? <laughs> there's really, legally, there's not much you can do about that. So I think the 529 plans are probably, they have an advantage if the... uh goal is to try to make sure that there's going to be money there for college. They they actually manage them. This is a service that we provide for our clients, by the way. Um, we don't even charge for it. We'll help you set it up. Uh, if you want to do funding for it, if you want to do a monthly contribution to it, that's great. You don't have to. Uh, you just want to do it once a year or sporadically, that's fine too. Uh, it's just a service that we provide at, at Bullington Capital Management for all of our clients. And uh, there's absolutely a... Uh, uh, no fee from us on those products. And typically, 
what I'm going to recommend is that you use the uh, the time-based 529 plans. One of the worst things I think could happen to you is, you know, you, you put a whole bunch of money into a stock fund and the market goes down 30 or 40%, you know, six months before <laughs> your uh, child or grandchild starts to go to school. That That would really be a bummer. And boy, that would make the planning extremely complicated. So uh, um, anyway, I think that's a uh, something that we can always we're always willing to talk about it. And uh, I think it, there are a lot of other items that we'll be talking about in the future uh, because I, I, you know, there's a lot of interest in this stuff. And uh, I I feel kind of bad actually that I, I took so long to get around to bringing my uh, knowledge up to the current speeds anyway i'm going to go to the phones right now i've got uh brian and uh brian you're on the uh, lookout for the bull program how you doing good how are you bill hey pretty good great hey um i had a question how do you feel about discover um about that stock because i've had it actually i guess kind of a value play i've had it for gosh it's had it got to be three years i think i'm up 25 28 percent Something like that, but I just didn't know if you thought it was more fully valued now, or what your thoughts are on it currently. Um, I'm holding mine. Yep. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, the valuation on it is very low for, especially for oh, the, okay. uh, especially for the quality of the company. So, and I know this probably confuses people uh, because uh, value investing is not the same as momentum investing. They are two entirely different animals, and they're almost. Uh, opposite one another and that's one of the reasons i like to do both because typically you know when one's doing well the other one probably isn't <laughs> and I, I can say oh well at least that one's doing well but the uh, but anyway no i i really like discover a lot um i think uh you know it, i'm not selling mine if if that helps you okay but the value yeah, no, that's great. It's hard to yeah. face just because you know sometimes with value it's harder to um, you know, momentum, you have your rules are easier to follow. So I just, it's been a couple of years. I figured I would ask you if you still thought it was, you know, undervalued and stuff. Right. Yeah. Boy, the momentum stuff. Uh, I couldn't believe how on Friday when I, when I run all the scans, this is what I do. I run all the scans. I put them together in one scan and then I go through that and I try to eliminate, I, I try to just find the ones that I think look the absolute best. And that's what I've been publishing. And oh, okay. On Friday, the initial scans, normally they're like 30, maybe 40 stocks. Uh, there were 81. <laughs> wow. Eight, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. So I'm pretty happy. Uh, and a lot of them, this is really wild. I don't know what's happening in healthcare, but I mean, there are a ton of healthcare stocks in there. And it's blowing my mind how, just how many healthcare stocks have shown up. In the scan on one day, I mean that that like drugs or, or uh, insurance or just all uh, all healthcare. Yeah, mostly uh, health insurance, but okay. It, and then a company called uh, Davida, which does the uh, um, when you have uh, dialysis, uh, and it man the valuation on that stock is super low, and uh, I'm looking at that going, huh, that's pretty cool. And it's currently up on the momentum scan. Yeah. And so this okay. stock, Davida's, yeah, 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 they're they're a huge player. Uh, that stock 
was it's selling right around the same price as it sold at five years ago. So they've had five years of growth and the share price is back to where it was five years ago. That, the price well, it sells. I feel like I've seen their name on buildings. Do they have, they have like dialysis places, don't they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the symbols DVA. I don't own it. I have to tell everybody it just came up on, uh, it gapped up actually early last week. I was like, Oh yeah, I remember those guys. And then it came back up again. So I'm Oh, and by the way, Oftentimes, that's how I end up buying something. It'll come up, I'll see it and go, oh, that's, that's interesting, and then I'll forget, and then it'll come up again. <laughs> and I go, oh, you know, maybe I should buy that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but anyway, but I really appreciate the okay, call, Brian. Well, you always have good calls. You always have good questions. Thanks so much, Bill. Appreciate your show. Yep, have a good day. If you'd like to call 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945, I'm going to go to John. John, you there? Yes, Bill. You really have an informative show uh, every week. I really enjoy listening to it. Oh, thank you. I had a question, though, for you. Yep. This uh, Airbnb that's talking about going public, uh, how can you do research to know exactly what's going on with it? A new company that might be going uh, uh, going public. Well, they have to file a prospectus with the SEC before you can go before they can go public. So you can go to the FCC's website and uh, just go to Google and type in Edgar. It stands for uh, Electronic Data Gathering and Retrieval. And whenever they file those those forms for when a new company goes public, it'll show up there uh, several weeks, sometimes several months before the company actually goes public. And it'll have a copy of their financial statements in there, and so then you can, you can look at that, and uh, that's a good uh, good thing to do. And I'm going to tell you this: a company like Airbnb, the likelihood that that stock shows up undervalued is um, I don't, it's not very high. You know, there, there's it's, it's probably a good chance that because of all the uh, uh, the buzz, I guess so to speak, the story surrounding the stock that it's probably going to be offered at a price that's not extremely cheap by cheap. I mean a good value. So, well, I, uh, I got into somebody's list saying that I'm some type of a qualified investor and I have people calling me all the time <laughs> offering these different things, you yeah. know? Yep. Yeah. And, once you get your uh, name out there, that's one thing about the internet that is just, it kills me. You should see my email. It takes it takes me a good forty five minutes every day to clean out my email. I can imagine it. My wife and I have had the same email address ever since the internet started, and wow. uh, I can't tell you how many thousands of emails that I haven't been able to get rid of, and I just wow. gave up. To tell you the truth. Yeah. Yep. I try to look at it every day, but uh, it gets bigger and bigger all the time. Yep. Hey, John, do you want to hang on? Because i got to take a real quick commercial break. Well, that's all right, Bill. You answered my question primarily, and I really enjoy your show. Hope to get to see your seminar this coming Thursday. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Listen to Bill Bullington. I'll be back right after these messages. Stay tuned. A head that's full of dreams, but this becoming... It's harder than it seems Feels like Yours will be The only name that matters to me 
And we're back. Hey, you're listening to Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420. Also available as a podcast on 955thefish.com. Or you can go to Apple iTunes or you can go to, uh, what is the, uh, my mind is going on me. It's on my website. (coughs) You can uh, pick it up there as well. I'm going to take a phone call right now. If you'd like to call 216-901-0945. And I got John on the line. Good morning, Bill. Can you hear me? Uh, Yes, I can. Okay, I got a different phone, that's why I wasn't sure. Anyway, that's all over again. During the last 48 hours, I watched uh, Fed Chairman. You know, everything is fine. Then uh, they were also found time to argue about Exim Bank, whether they should authorize or not. And uh, I was wondering, you retail sales, even e-commerce and the regular the last quarter, the holidays are the pretty much a big chunk of the G- retail sales. Do you think there's going to be some hiccup with the supply chain with all the interruptions the last few months? No, um, I doubt it. But the um, I don't expect it. So if it does happen, it would be uh, a surprise. And, but, and and I'll tell you what's really interesting. Um, Nike, I don't know if you saw this or not, but yeah. Nike decided to part ways with Amazon. True. Nike is no longer going to use Amazon to deliver their products. Do you know why? Oh, I don't know. Everybody's undercutting everybody anyway. Well, see, and uh, here's something that, and Jeff Bezos talked about this. This is one of the reasons I really like that guy. Uh, he is super upfront. He talked a long time ago about one day Amazon won't exist anymore. The, he's, everybody's changing to Netflix has its own problem. Walt Disney had its own. Well, no, 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 no. Amazon's doing more business than they've ever done. Their profit margins are the highest they've ever been. Okay. And he's, and he's coming out and saying that they are not going to exist at all. (laughs) And and here's what's happening. Uh, there's no sun and the moon either. Yeah. Well, what he's what he's talking about is the same thing that Am that Nike is doing, and Nike may be using Amazon Web Services. So, what, I think he was talking about the online retailer, uh, but you know the computing power is so fast and so efficient, and now that you have uh, delivery services that are so highly technologically advanced, like UPS and FedEx. A lot of people are going to do what what Nike's done, and they're just going to ship directly from the factory and cut the middleman out completely. Or when when they ship direct from the factory, they're going to make a whole lot more money on those sales than they will through the retail establishments. See, cash register, even 10 years ago, started replenishing the inventory level all the way to the supply chain at the factory. 10 years ago, they started that. Right. The yep. cash register tells you size 10, whatever that is going well, out of the Well, I'm just saying that this is a, uh, that's a major move. It's the first one. I've, I've talked about this conversation before on the radio because he, he said this, I think it's well over a year ago now. And I know he knows. I mean, he knows and he's talking about it. And, you know, I got to give the guy a tremendous amount of credit for that because he's trying to be upfront with everybody. And uh, yep. and he does a great job of it. And he's talking about where technology is going. You know, the, there's a uh, December 2nd, I think, the um, 
whatchamacallit, has a uh, 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 MIT Technology Review is hosting a three-day, uh, I guess it's like a trade show, but it's all on quantum technology. And those computers are super fast. <laughs> I mean, we've never seen anything like that. And so yep. the, the cost Bye-bye. keeps coming down. The ability to ship direct from the factory keeps going up. The uh, And th- this is what Bezos is talking about. So you'll actually get online, and it may be through Amazon, uh, or it may be directly through the uh, manufacturer, but you'll get a product. And by the way, when you go to Google, if you type in the name of a product that you're looking for, Google will show you multiple sites that you can buy it, and Amazon being one of them. Yep. So, you know, this is what he's talking about. And I'm going, wow, that's, that's, boy, that's awfully brave of that guy, you know, knowing that he's the largest shareholder of the stock. (laughs) So I just have a lot of respect for him because he's really upfront on that kind of stuff. So I don't know him personally. So, I mean, maybe he's a, I don't know. I would also recommend last week's frontline on the AI, artificial intelligence, how it's going to affect. And it's like a Truman movie type of thing. Well, you know what, though? Here's the thing. One of the reasons I have a job is the technology. They they talk a really good game. It is nowhere near the level that it needs to be to be to be that reliable. Yeah. Just like genomics. We haven't got the targeted treatment. We have been saying that for 15 tones now. Yeah, we right. right. We, haven't scratched, we haven't scratched the surface yet. Right. <laughs> yep. Have a nice holiday season. Thanks, Bye-bye. you too. Yes, I, I did want to talk about that too. Um, it's interesting. Nothing is as constant as change, and that's the name of the seminar on Thursday. And uh, it's changing again. Uh, it's going to continue to change because nothing is as constant as change. Keeping up with it is is really difficult sometimes. Uh, it, I think it's incredibly difficult because it, the rate of change is happening so much faster. Having said that, a lot of things that are supposed to work like they should end up not working like they should, at least not right away. But eventually, you know, they get it worked out. And if I were a young person, I would definitely start uh, getting some skills. Uh, you're either going to be AI, you know, artificial intelligence. You'll either be helping the machines learn. You'll be working with the machine. Or, uh, you know, going to skilled trades. That's a good thing. But retail is really being changed dramatically by all these changes. Uh, And it's going to be, I don't know that I would be going into retail. Logistics, probably okay. Actually, the logistics jobs may, in fact, increase quite a bit. Because, like I said, if Nike goes to, uh, Nike doesn't have its own shipping company. So if Nike is going to sell directly from the factories, they're going to probably use UPS and probably going to use uh, FedEx because I don't think they'll use Amazon's delivery service since they just cut their contract with them. They might, I don't know. Um, but you've got these you know, uh, delivery services out there that those are going to the way of, of automatically driven cars, autonomous cars. That's still a long way off from being perfect. Uh, in the meantime, there's a really cool uh, pickup truck that's electric that's going to be manufactured at the Lordstown plant right here in Ohio. That's really good news. So they're bringing that, uh, uh, they're going to start that factory back up again. So there will be some skilled jobs needed for people there. 
there are certain things that uh, robots can't do, by the way. Uh, a lot of jobs will be replaced, that's for sure. But somebody's got to program those robots. Somebody has to maintain those robots. And somebody's got to be there when they break to get them fixed and back up again. Not nearly as many jobs. Uh, the jobs probably, at this point in time, they, they actually pay very well. But you have to have training for that. And that's probably the biggest challenge I see to personally. Uh, let me see. Oh, thought on canopy growth stock. There was a caller here that asked, you know what? I, it, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that because um, I only have a couple minutes left. I get a lot of questions about new companies that are coming public. And I'm going to tell you, just like the Airbnb, uh, you'll get a lot of companies, they come public and they're selling at valuations that are just optimistically priced. And that's being kind. So if you were to own every share of those, of most of those companies and got to keep all the profits, oftentimes you'd end up having to write a check because they're losing money. You know, a, a, the price of a stock goes up at least 50% of the reason that it goes up anyway is because of how people feel about it, not what the company's actually doing. Now, eventually, what the company is actually doing is going to matter. And if the, the business hasn't grown a lot, and if it's not super profitable, that share price is typically going to come down. And they've all done it. I mean, well, not all, uh, the vast majority of them. The vast majority of companies, especially if it's related to technology. If you're related to technology, uh, those things, and by the way, the Airbnb, it is, it's all technology. It's all programming. People put their houses up online. It, it's the uh, people interacting with technology. But mark my word, that's a technology company. It's done because of the internet because of the uh, programming that they can do, uh, online payment systems, websites, you know. Anyway, I hear the music. I, I feel bad. I have to stop right at that level. <laughs> but anyway, if you'd like to come to the workshop, go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com, sign up. No cost to attend. Seating is limited. Have a good week, good luck, and good investing. just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC.